Hello and welcome to the Green Pole Podcast. Tonight we'll be previewing the weekend's clash with Nottingham Forest and also reviewing yesterday's FA Cup tie with Sunderland, which was a convincing 3-2 victory which saw us through to the fifth round of the FA Cup, which will take place against Leeds. Tonight, as ever, I am joined by Mr Tom Carter. How are you doing? I'm good, mate. Yep. Uh, looking forward to getting into this one. And looking Absolutely. forward to uh, reviewing the, the game last night. Yeah, I think it's it's only right that we start with that. Um, give it, give us your overall reaction of of our of yesterday's win. Yeah, I mean, I think um, we saw a slightly more weakened side than we expected to see, um, considering Marco's comments about wanting to go deep in the competition and things like that. But he obviously trusts those players that came in. I thought. Shane Duffy played really well. Uh, I thought Tom Kearney ran ran the game brilliantly. Um, yeah, I mean Harry Wilson. With every game he plays, he seems to seems to be getting fitter and more confident and back to the the Wilson that we saw last season. Yeah. Um, yes, Solomon played well again. You, it all bodes well, really. Um, I thought. Um, well, I thought for a while. I think Kazawa should be playing further up the park because he can't defend but he seems to always be in the right place to score a goal especially in the yeah. FA Cup so um, yeah I thought he had a decent game obviously not defending I don't know what he was doing for their second goal but <laughs> yeah uh, the main thing is as ever you know that's what they all say is um, you're in the hat for the next round doesn't matter how you get there as long as you get there exactly um, I think it was a pretty despite the two goals conceded I think it was a professional win um, we got the goals. We got what we needed to do. Um, there were some great performances across the pitch, as as you said. Um, notably, Shane Duffy straight back in the team after not playing at all for for a rather long time, and he he put on a brilliant brilliant performance and even got an assist as well. And obviously, the captain Tom Kearney put on a proper captain's performance. and really really ran that midfield. Um, obviously, a bit unfortunately, he got an injury towards the end. Um, but we'll we'll touch on that later. Um, but yeah, I was, I was really pleased with the victory and what what even better to be able to watch it on a Wednesday evening. Um, certainly a lift that many would need in the middle of a, a February week. So um, yeah, I, I was really happy with it. Um, just give us your, your man of the match from, from that game. Oh, well, I think we've already touched on it. Um, yeah, for me, Tom Kearney, he ran the first half and the uh, yeah, second half it faded a little bit, but um, every time he gets the ball, He's he's class and he's a, he's a class above. He was a class above everyone on the pitch last night. Um, I, I'd just like to make an honorable, honorable mention for um, Jack Clark, who gave Tete a, a harder game than Mudrick, Sterling, and Madureke <laughs> combined. So, yeah, uh, nice honorable mention there for Jack Clark. Another honorable mention to make sure but once again fit in that money does not buy you happiness. Absolutely. Um. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, for me, the man of the match, obviously, I'd say Kearney again as well. Um, it pretty much summarised it right there, really. Um, did really well. And also, honourable mentions to, obviously, Kazawa. He got another goal. I think he was, I think he, there were some moments in the game where he did really well. Um, I know he wasn't the be- like the best at defending, but I think he did pretty good. Um, I just good- think he's, he, I just think he's one of those players, isn't he? Where, you know, he's, he's, He's going to do things, he's going to try things that are either going to come off and look great or they're not. And he's going to look silly. Yeah. And 
we saw it a couple of times last night where he's quite nonchalant. He, he flicked the ball past a player or two. Mm. And then the next time he tried it and he passed it straight to a Sunderland player. It's just frustrating, really. But um, yeah, he had he had a good game, in my opinion. Going, for, yeah. going forward, he was really good. So, Definitely. yeah. Definitely, definitely good, a good player to have as good um, depth for, for Robinson. I think he just needs to work a bit on his defending. But that will come over time, hopefully. Um, right, I think we've we kind of summarised the Sunderland game, so we'll leave that and park that up. Obviously, the next FA Cup game is on the 28th of January, I think. Um, and it will be against Leeds United, obviously, at Craven Cottage and broadcast live on BBC One for, for all of our viewing pleasure. Um, but obviously on the weekend we have a, a pretty important clash. I, I wouldn't say it's a must win, but it's certainly a game that we should be expected to win um, against Nottingham Forest, who are indeed in good form at the moment. I think they've picked up 11 points so far since the start of the year, which is quite impressive, um, considering that they were um, the bookies' favourites to go down. Um, so, Tom, just give me your thoughts going into the game and how, how Fulham should approach it. Um, I mean, it's one of those that, you know, back in the day, a couple of years ago, you'd think it's one of those banana skin games for Fulham where, you know, we go into it thinking, oh, we can, we can, win, we can win this one, but it's a banana skin game. But under Marco Silva, we've, we've turned a corner with those sort of games. So my opinion on it is that I think we're going to go to attack, try and not scare Forrest because, you know, every Premier League game, you can't really, you know, predict any of any game in the Premier League. Every game's a tough game. But um I think we're gonna go hit them all out attack from the start. And uh yeah, just try and get you know back them into submission a little bit, uh get the crowd on our side and you know hopefully hopefully come away with a convincing win. But three points is a must for me on, on Saturday after off the back of not winning in in any of our last three Premier League games. Yeah, I think it's certainly a, it's certainly a three points that we need to kind of we need to we do need to get because of course we've got a bit of a run coming along where we can definitely pick up points, but I think getting the points off the teams we're expected to win is much more important here because we need to start racking up the points again. Um, we have got some more winnable games coming up, but they're also all going to be quite difficult in in unique ways. So, um, of course, Forest themselves, we mustn't write them off too much because they've been doing really well. Um, I know we beat them 3-2 last time at their place. Um, Harrison Reed scored his first goal, which was also a, a notable moment of the season. Um, so, yeah, we mustn't write them off because they're, they're, they're doing well and they've got some players. I think they're starting to gel together as a team, which, um, which I've got to praise Steve Cooper for because signing that many players in a transfer window and expecting them to all work well together is certainly a task to to work with. So, it's good to see them starting to pick up and do well. Um, so it, it, it's definitely something that will be different. Um, do, you, do you think it's necessarily something to worry about? Um, to worry about? I, I don't know about worrying. Um, you know, they like you say, they, they deserve a lot of credit because I think they picked up the most points since the turn of the year of any team. So, you know, it's not an easy game and no Fulham fan should go into this thinking, right, you know, this is three points in the back because it's not. Um, they've got some really good players. Brennan Johnson's in good form. Morgan Gibbs-White is in good form. And like you say, you know, they've they've made a whole host of players gel pretty quickly. And I think the World Cup has helped them with that. A bit like it's helped us with our defensive frailties at the start yeah. of the season. Uh, I think it's really helped them gel as a team. Um, 
but like I said, I think Marco will will get into the boys and make and make them aware that this is a game that if we win, we go on to thirty five points, which in most seasons would keep you in the Premier League. So I really feel like one more win will pretty much guarantee our position in the league uh, for next season. And I just think the sooner we get it, the sooner we can all start pushing for that next level, that next target. Um, I know the 40-point mark is always the you know the holy grail, but most seasons, 35 will keep you in the Premier League. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think once, once we hit that, I think players' mindsets might start to turn towards maybe top half finish, something like that. Um, mm. In terms of worrying about Forrest, no, I don't think this Fulham side worry about any team, especially when they come to the cottage. So, no, it's not it's not a worry. Mm, yeah, definitely agree with you there. Um, in terms of what we could shift the um, sh- shift the focus onto, um, the the intention after we do secure that those thirty five points, as you said. I think we've got many options of which way we could go, really. I mean, obviously, you said top top 10 finish. I think that would be very ideal and would, I think many would say that that's a successful finish for Fulham. Um, of course, we could put our set our sights on European football as well. Um, and, of course, whether we want to go on a successful FA Cup run and put more, more time and team into that as well um, could be another interesting thing to see if, if it happens. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Oh, yeah, I mean, I think I think the FA Cup one is is a really interesting one because I was looking earlier on, and I think out of the big boys, I think only Spurs, Man United, and Man City remain in the cup. Um, mm. So you know, it's a it's a really good opportunity if we can get past Leeds, which won't be easy. You know, they'll probably be under new management by then, going in a different direction. You saw last night that you know they yeah. they gave Man United a really good game, and uh, I think they play, I think they're playing them again. This weekend, I'm not sure. I think it's at Ellen Road this time. But um, yeah, it won't be an easy game. But at the Cottage, again, it's under the lights. I don't know why it's on a Tuesday night. I think it's Carabao Cup weekend, the final weekend. But yeah, I mean, it's stupid, it's stupid for me to be putting an FA Cup game on a Tuesday night. But hey-ho. Um, but yeah, I think the FA Cup is definitely something Fulham could target. I mean... If we get to the semi-final, we get to Wembley, right? And then from there, there's anything can happen. I mean, look at Wig- what Wigan did a few years back. It's anything can happen. Exactly. It, it would be the dream to to really put the cherry on top of Fulham's season because it's been it's been amazing so far. Um, and there's, there's still plenty that could go in our favour. Um, and we can hope the game on the weekend does go in our favour. Um, what are we expecting for the lineup? Is is on are our new players such as Sasa Lukic or Cedric? What, do they make the eleven or do they make the bench? What 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 are you predicting for the for us to line up against Forest? As you said, I think a bit more attacking minded. Yeah, I think off the back of last night, we saw um, Marco's comments that Tom Kearney had picked up a knock, and I think Harrison Reed had picked up a knock as well. And they don't know how serious either of those knocks are. They don't think they're as serious as first thought. But, I mean, that could mean that Sasa Lukic comes straight in, which could be brilliant. But it could also work against us because Palina won't know how he plays. You know, it, it could work either way, really. Everyone likes to see a new sign-in. And sometimes they come in and hit the ground running. Sometimes they take a while to get going. Um, in terms of Cedric, I think he put a little teaser out earlier on on, on the Fulham website 
uh, you know, telling people to get down to the cottage and stuff like that. So I think he'll be involved. I don't think he'll start, but I think he'll be involved. I think he'll be on the bench more than likely. Um, and I know Marco doesn't like to bring new players straight into the side. So I think if Reed or Kenny is available, um, I think they'll one of them will start. And I don't. I think we might see Lukic from the bench. So for me, I think it'll be back to the normal back five um, with uh, Leno, Robinson, Tete, Diop, and Ream. Uh, fitness depending, it'll probably be Reed and Palinia. Um and then I think maybe Willian, Bobby Reed, Pereira, Mitrovic. I think it'll be you know the the, the usual suspects as they say, but you know they've they've done so well so far. So so why not? I, yeah. Again, I don't think it, I don't think Solomon comes in ahead of Reed. Uh, I think we saw against Chet, that lot down the road. Nearly said it. Um, oh. I think we saw against them that. Um, you know, Bobby Reed's fighting for his place and he, he's determined to keep it. So at the moment, I think it's his his to lose, isn't it? So, um, yeah, so yeah, nice. I think it'll be the, be the usual usual suspects provided they're fit. If if there's not if they're not fit, then obviously Lukic will have to come in. Yeah, definitely. I, I don't do it very often, but I'd have to agree with you there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, Bobby Reed definitely definitely fighting for his place, and I think he, he's certainly an important player for us. Um, hence why we haven't seen Solomon uh, make the starting eleven just yet um, in any league games. Um, but it does always pose the question whether he will start. Um, but yeah, as you said, I, I don't. The only change that I would expect would be in the centre of the field, should there be any injuries to Reed or um, yeah to Reed because he's the starter. Meaning we could see Lukic um, come straight in. And yeah, I, I do also agree. Cedric will most likely be on the bench and. Maybe might get some minutes towards the end. Um, should we be in a comfortable position? But um, who knows what how the game will plan out. Um, and of course, Mitrovic. Let's hope that he gets back to his goal goal scoring um goal goal scoring form because he needs a goal. Um, he obviously got an assist against Sunderland, but I think for his own confidence, obviously form is temporary, class is permanent. But of course, Mitrovic is currently. It happens to all strikers. He's currently in a bit of a bit of a, a dip in form, which is is fair. We can't we can't criticize him at all. But do do you see Mitrovic scoring on the weekend? Do you think he'll he'll retain um, his his goal scoring form? Um, well, firstly, I, I don't think he's in a slump of form at the moment. To be honest, I just think that he's been doing a different job for the team when we've been playing the likes of Newcastle, Spurs, and that lot down the road. So. I don't think you can say that he's in a slump of form or right? he hasn't scored, but he's been doing the pressing from the front. He's been putting himself about. He's had the odd snapshot here and there. He's really been feeding off scraps against those teams in the, in those games. Yeah. A game, a game at home against the side in and around you or a side that, like you put it, you're expected to go and win or be more attacking at least. I think he will get more opportunities. I think he will find the net this weekend. And yeah, I don't think he's in a slump of form, and I don't think he thinks he's in a slump of form either. I just think he's been doing a different job, and mm. you know that's again credit to Marco Silva because he's got that side of him out of Alexander Mitrovic. Whereas in previous years he might have, you know, been feeding off scraps, and then his head goes down, and then he's, you know, three or four weeks he's not not interested basically. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, he knows his job in the team and he knows how important he is to the team. And yeah, I think personally that he'll he'll be right up for it on Saturday. Yeah, it's definitely a different way to look at it and probably a better way to look at it um, from my perspective now 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 you've said that. So um but yeah, credit to credit to him. He's he's definitely um he's definitely an important player for us. He's got different different assets that we can utilize and we've seen um as you as you just mentioned over over games against tougher opposition. Um and I I can definitely see him scoring on the weekend. So I'll be sure to put him in my fancy league team. If he doesn't score, I'll be very upset. Um so let's get your score prediction ahead of our game against Forest. I don't really like to do score predictions because I always get them wrong. But um it's all, it's all a game of luck. <laughs> don't worry. It is all a game of luck, yeah. Um plus I'm a bit superstitious and I think that when I say that we're gonna win, I, I expect us to lose. So. <laughs> um <laughs> saying that though, I, I do think that we're gonna get into Forest early on. We're going to take the lead quite early on. They're going to try and get back into the game and then we'll hit them with a second one in the second half. I, th- I think we're going to come away with a 2-0 win on Saturday. A 2-0 victory. That is a bold statement. Not very bold, considering we're, we're, the, we're, um, we're the, the team that which people expect will win. But we'll see what happens. Certainly a good prediction. Um, in terms of myself, um, I haven't actually thought of this prior to, to this question. So... I would probably go for a three-one Fulham victory. Um, I think we'd we'll obviously we'll get two in the first half, and then Forrest will come back into it in the second half. They'll score one, and then we'll get one towards the dying embers of the game to to put the ben- the game to bed. And we can hope Mitrovic gets at least one or two of those goals um, to see us through to another three points, which would be ideal. Um, before we finish, uh, I'm I'm supposed to be resisting this temptation, but I think it's it's worth mentioning just quickly. Um, the ticket prices Fulham have been putting out um for their fans. It's it's a bit disappointing, don't you think, that they're they're seeing just seeming seemingly treating their their fans like more like customers, charging extortionate prices for 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 games like forty pounds to go and watch Leeds United when you can watch it free on the telly. It's a little bit it's a little bit extortionate, don't you think? Yeah, I do. I think I think there should have been coaches to send more people up to Sunderland. I think they the club of they're not disjointed from the fans, but there is a little bit of a an issue there personally. I think you know this game is an FA Cup fifth round game. You know we potentially could get to a quarter final if we win it, and you need the cottage to be rocking and you need the, the stands to be full. And you know, to charge forty pounds for that, it's ridiculous. It should be fifteen pound and five pound for kids, in my opinion. Mm. And get the get the stadium full and rocking, and you know, kids excited for the FA Cup. All this does is kill the FA Cup a little bit more, um, and it kills the the um, the connection between the, the board, the, the the club, and and the fans. And it's really sad to see. However, from from the from the other side of it, like every other football club is these days, Fulham Football Club is a business, and they've just built a Riverside Stadium, uh, Riverside Stadium, Riverside Stand, and they're looking at it in the way that they've got to to recoup that money, and they're looking at it in a way saying, well, we've just built this, we expect people to pay top dollar to come and sit in it, 
and yeah, it's it's a really tough one from both mm. sides. I can see from both sides. However, as a fan and looking at it only as a fan, I think it's extortionate and it does create a disconnect between the fans and the club. And if they keep going that way and doing that and not, you know, just it was just a small gesture. All they needed to do was put a few coaches on last night and, you know, all credit to the 599 fans that went up there because it's a long way to go in the middle of the week, probably no way back. Cold temperatures. I mean, our very own Dan, bless him, he went up there and, yeah, I think he, he he said he broke down twice on the way home. So I hope he's home now and tucked up warm in bed. But yeah, it's 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 quite it's just a tough one, isn't it? It's it's a hard thing to to say that you know you've got a disconnect between the club and the fans. And uh, you know you can probably hear it in my voice. I don't want to I don't want to say that, but there is a little bit coming there. And I think should we progress on from from that game? Or on the in the fifth round, that the club really do need to try and pull out all the stops to to get as many people to the next round as possible. Yeah, definitely. There's definitely something that needs to be done because I think you summarised it pretty well there. I think there's it's becoming a little bit of a little bit of a gap between the the fans and the board. It's 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 not working, um, and something definitely needs to be done because the the club needs to be careful because there's going to be certain fans which just can't afford can't can't afford the tickets meaning the, the the cottage won't be in the full voice which we expect it to be but of course that's a bit of a pessimistic view on it but um we definitely need to see an improvement um definitely if we progress in this round of the FA Cup and just if we if we continue to just thrive in the Premier League because of course the more we win the more the more games people will want to attend um to get the hype around the the, fat, the football club kind of popping really um so what yeah, kind but of part I guess, that? you know, I get, I get, well, just, just to finish on that, you know, you also have to look at it and, you know, is this, is this the price of success? You know, we've gone and bought all these players for X amount of money and the club is still at the moment struggling with financial fair play. And we don't know what, what else is in the pipeline and what else is going on behind the scenes. So, you know, is this the price of success? Do we need to be paying £40 to go see us? in this game against Leeds or however, you know, I think some of the tickets have been a hundred pounds for the, for the Riverside this season, which mm. on paper it's, it's ridiculous because of the cost, cost of living at the moment and things like that. However, to see the quality of player that are coming in and how good the club is doing, you know, we could potentially be playing in Europe next season. That's the way they're looking at it. They're looking at it as a business and going, well, we're doing well. So people are going to pay the money to come and see us. So, yeah, it's a, there is a disconnect. But hopefully the club are listening to everybody on social media saying what they're saying. And you just have to hope that something comes of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, we'll see how it goes throughout the next few weeks and into the future. Um, well, I think we'll wrap it up there, really. Do you have anything else you'd like to mention or anything we haven't spoken about, which you think it's worth touching on before? Just to finish on a bit of positivity, you know, just again, it was great to see, even though it was on telly last night, to see all the Fulham fans go all the way up to Sunderland, freezing cold temperatures, you know, cost of living crisis, each and every one of them deserves a massive round of applause. Um, And yeah, you know, they were in full voice. I heard them more than I did the Sunderland fans last night. So 
yeah, all credit to them, each and every one of them. And hopefully we'll, we'll, you know, we'll see each other at the cottage on, on Saturday and make the atmosphere great and get the three points. Absolutely. We will cheer on the bo- and the boys as we usually do. Um, and we can hope for another three points. Um, so I think we'll wrap it up there. Um, we I do apologise that it's been a bit, little bit disjointed in terms of some of the things I've said and stuff. It is a bit late that we are recording this, but we won't let that um, m- impale misery all over it. I don't even know what I'm saying at this point. Have a good week. Come on, you whites. And let's hope for another three points on Saturday.